Welcome back to Girl Wide Podcast. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. And this week, guys, we have a very special guest. We have David Yontef. Am I pronouncing that correct? You are. A lot of people Yay. know. <laughs> I know. Hi, David. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're great. We are so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for so- having me. Absolutely. So for those people who are listening and don't know, we just want to give a little backstory. David actually hosts a very popular podcast of his own behind the velvet rope, which is actually ranked uh, top 10 on, on iTunes. So congratulations to you, David. Thank uh, you. We also know that you were on the millionaire matchmaker season four, and you're a pretty well known reality TV insider. Is that about right? That's, that's a good, that's a good roundup. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Right off the bat, David, I wanted you to kind of just tell us about yourself. So, well, now I'm the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. I mean, as far as the podcast goes, my origin story of my podcast is I set out consciously to go from fan to friend. Like, that is how I could sum it up. I This is not a shameless plug. I just wrote a book on how to go from fan to friend with any Bravo celebrity or reality star that you would like. It is not out yet. Knock on wood, it will be out early 2021. So, you know, listen, early on, I personally didn't understand these people that said, and I'm not looking down on anyone. I just, it wasn't my style. It's sitting around and talking about this one's hanging out with that one and this, and I'm like, listen, this isn't Brad Pitt. This isn't Madonna. Like these are, these people are accessible. Now it does help that I live in New York and there's New Jersey and here's New York. And there's lots of reality shows, not just housewives, but camp getaway was here, summer house. So, I mean, I am lucky in the sense that there's a lot of stuff that goes on in my backyard, but I was like, I am going to insert myself into this lovely story. I am going to put myself in situations where these lovely people are and I am going to meet them. And literally it's like my book is lighthearted and it's filled with lots of inside juice, but it is truly a how-to guide. If you read this book and you follow it, it's not going to happen in a week. It's not going to happen in a day. But if you follow this book, I would you come back to me a year after you get this book and you tell me you're not texting and friending all these Bravo celebrities. This, it works. So I inserted myself and I'm like, I'm just going to become friends with this, these people. I have no shame. This is what I want. And I'm going to go after it. So that's kind of my origin story. And then once I got there, I'm not friends with everyone, you know, I was like, I have to turn this into a business somehow, Absolutely. you know, and I didn't really know how. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, these stories of when I'm hanging out with these people, so what do you think happens when you're hanging out with like a Countess Luann or like a Sonia? It's, it's literally like being on the show, although you're not now, if anything is really confidential, I'm not going to get caught off at the knee. So I'm not going to come in and be like, you know, Luann says, in you know, the fifth episode on the new season, this is what happens. And nobody knows, like I've known about Elise and Ramona, not speaking and not just cause they have like, I've known this whole story for right. forever. Right. You know, and I mean, I would never say anything because like it's stuff like that. But there's enough. Well, you don't want to get sued either. Right. And like (laughs) you you want access. So like the minute you're the one like, I mean, they all know I have, you know, this award winning podcast. So the minute, listen, do I let some things out sometimes? Sure. But for the most part, it's like the fun, innocent stuff of like, you know, Ramona showed up late and Elise was mad and Sonia had another drink and stuff that really doesn't sound that interesting. But when you start talking about it in a podcast setting, you're like, oh, wow, there's actually more substance here than I thought. And so that's really why I started my podcast. My kickoff episode was me in Florida with Dolores Catania from New Jersey. There was an appearance. and Kelly Dodd. Yes. There was a dinner with Kelly Dodd, Ramona, and Dolores. I mean, right there. Don't you want to know what happened at this dinner? So it, it was just, that was the kickoff episode. And then I'm like, oh, wow, people are into these little stories. And then I realized... I have a lot of that. And really housewives are the gift that keeps giving because all you have to do when there is no story is be like, well, I just cleared Friday, Saturday and Sunday night and I'm going to go out and I'm going to have more stories. So that's kind of how it started. It morphed into interviews with a lot of Bravo celebrities just because, you know, in part we're in Corona, but really a lot of people I just started reaching out to and they all wanted to come on my show. And then I realized 
you know, my stories are interesting, but like a lot of people want to hear about interviews with these people. So now it's, I went from two days a week to three days. A week. I, I can't keep up fast enough. So I'm four days a week now. And next week I'm announcing that we're officially going to five days a week. There's going to wow. be a new yes. day. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. That's amazing in itself. That's our dream. <laughs> yes, that's our dream. It's it's a lot of work, but you know, you get it done. And and you enjoy it. It definitely sounds like you enjoy it. One question. When is that book available for pre-sale? Because Terry and I want to be you when we grow up. <laughs> well, that's a really good question. You know, here's the thing. Everyone says writing a book is hard. And listen, it is, I am not saying it's easy. It was not easy. But I truly feel the actual writing of the book was less hard than everything now. Now it's editing and this, and there's a lot of people involved now. And I'm just like, oh my God, I have a headache. So if it was up to me, I'd put the whole damn book out tomorrow. But apparently the experts in the field tell me that, you know, a a 400 page book, and I get it, is not what people want to read. So we have to edit this mama down somehow, which is, that's what we're doing now. And like, that was my plan all along. I just want to dump it all in there. I mean, it's in a very organized format, but we need to edit it down, but it really goes through everything. There's step one, step two. And then there's funny stories in there of like the people I am really friendly with of some things that happened. Well, we definitely want to read it and we'd love to bring you back once it comes out so we can talk about it. Let you know how we're doing following your steps. Cause I'm going <laughs> to live by that probably. <laughs> I think social media is the hardest. Uh, it's like, cause it's constant. Like I never, like I'm sitting there at one o'clock in the morning and I'm spam liking commenting, just trying to get like a right? following up. That shit is brutal. It's literally, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And like, I don't know, for me, I think it's either you're all in or you're all out. Like right. I think you either need to take your social media and hand it over to someone and say, good luck, do this, mm-hmm. you're hired, or you have to do it yourself. I don't think dipping in and out is, I don't understand that. Definitely. So yeah, right now, her and I are at the, we doing, we're doing it ourselves phase. Yeah. One day we hope that we can hand it off to somebody because it is that's a full-time job in itself. It, yeah. And so like, what's your preferred method? Mine is Instagram. Yes. Same. 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 So that is everything else, but Instagram yeah. is like our main hub. I mean, it's where we have our biggest following. And I just think everybody's using Instagram nowadays. I mean, I think people still use Facebook and everything else, but Instagram is where it's at. I feel yeah. like Twitter is is you get more of pod podcasters, and then like like I don't know if you've seen the bizarre not to go off topic Brandy Glanville tweets lately. I was reading them to her, like I I see she does respond to fans, but like I would honestly be scared to say something because I'm like I don't know what's going on there, and I don't want to like shun myself from Twitter. Yeah. Like Twitter's a whole different animal, you know, it just is. I wish there was enough time. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But on Instagram too. So we wanted to talk about, well, first of all, you went to law school. I did. I practiced law for like a minute, a hot minute, (laughs) a A minute minute and a half. I mean, I'm minimizing. You're the closet smart guy. I am. I'm I smart. I, saw, I looked you up on LinkedIn. Well, you so I was like, your, holy shit. Yeah, I went to law school. That's that's a real thing. He's just got a passion for Bravo, and I love it. Uh, I mean, God, practicing law seems like another lifetime. You know, like, I think it's, it's a good degree to have in the sense that, like, I think like a lawyer. Anything ambiguous, if you maybe want to set something off, I'm like, is it confirmed or not? Like, I don't deal with this, like, gray area of words right so like that's lawyer like i'm a lawyer when it comes to that of like are we 100 percent confirmed for our call at one o'clock on thursday and what time like i really cross all my like what time zone are we talking about i just i have like a mentality of like what can go wrong will it probably gives you an edge yeah, yeah. i just feel i'm not loose about like business things like just i like to button things off and like I just think things can go wrong. And every time I slip up, like even a little bit, something does go wrong. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm talking to like one of the Beverly Hills housewives. Shame on me for assuming that you're in Beverly Hills. Oh, you're in London for quarantine. Well, you know, I like just, it's one or two examples like that where I didn't ask 
something always goes wrong and you're like, yeah. oh, well, we are on the same time that we said, but you're in a completely different time zone. I never thought <laughs> to ask you this because I just, so now I like, people think I'm crazy. I'm like, I know you're from Atlanta, but like, are you in Eastern Standard Time like today? And will you be there on Friday when we, like, I'm one of those crazy people. What's your sign actually? Cause now Gemini. I want to know. You're Gemini. a Gemini. <laughs> When's your birthday? Gemini twin. Say that again. When's your birthday? June 7th. What about you? June 9th. Ah, we are like soulmates. Soulmates. You share yeah. a birthday with Prince. I do. I know that. Yes. My mom is a super Prince fan. I grew up on Prince. Um, yes. But hello, my fellow Gemini. <laughs> it's a good sign. It's a good sign. I love it. I am a true Gemini at heart for the most part. I really am. I own it. I know people always say like, oh, Gemini's. But you know what? I think with us, you get what you get. I mean, you know what I mean? Yes, we have that twin side, whatever. But like, you know me. I, I was going to say, I you truly have two personalities. I do, but I <laughs> but I own them. You know what I mean? But Gemini's, we are the we are fun as fuck. We are so fun. Mm-hmm. That you is true. And so free spirited. We are just fun girls. Let me tell you. <laughs> All right. So, millionaire matchmaker Terry wanted to know: Is that really a fake show? Is that what you want? Is that what you wanted to ask him? Yeah, me and my mom watched it, so I was like super excited. We were like hooked on it for a long time because Patty was such a bitch. So, is it fake? And you're saying is it fake because you're referring to when I was drunk and spoke to the media many years ago. Did you see that? Is that what you're referring to? We saw it on Google, but honestly, I can't imagine somebody being that rude, being successful. Like, are you Simon Cowell? Holy shit. She was so mean. I mean, so not just here you, to thing. everybody. So here's the thing. Shockingly, this might be a shocker. I now, out of the people in my phone on speed dial, Patty is one of them. Stop. We, we speak sometimes daily. Listen, I think Patty is great at what she does. And like, here's the thing when you and myself included, when you are wrangling a bunch of people that are just used to getting what they want, like in yeah. business or in the world, I don't know like how to do that job. If you aren't Patty, like you need like for me, I mean, I need tough love. So like her stuff, it, it works. I mean, like I, I need someone to be like, here are all the things that you do wrong dating. And if you're not that clear with me, then I will just run all over you. Like if I hired some quiet matchmaker in the corner, I mean, this woman would be hung out to dry or man within like an hour. I'd be like, no, no, no. Let, let me tell you how it's going to be done. So, I mean, based on her clientele, like, I think you kind of need someone like Patty who really knows what she's doing just to be like, look, do you want love or not? You're paying all this money. Here's the deal of how things need to get done. Makes and sense. we're actually friends now, as, as crazy as that sounds. We were just mortified to see her whole experiment with you, like walking down the New York streets with like your like fake pot belly, which honestly, it looked like somebody put a maternity suit on you. Like, it, like you had like a baby bump with your like moles and, and whatnot, pimples. I don't know. I was like, oh my God, that is so cruel. You know what though? I said this to Patty recently. There's something wrong with me. Maybe this is the Gemini side of me. I, I like when people put me in my place. It's because like, I am, I don't have an ego, but like I'm confident. So like, I don't mind when people kind of put me in my place. Like if that's like, look, I, I don't know everything. So like, if this is going to teach me a lesson and maybe I'll learn something, I'm game. You know, I think it also thank you coming from another Gemini is that because we are so confident, because I've said something like that before is once in a while, we just need to be checked every once in a while to just kind of bring us back down to, you know, earth and reality. So I, I can totally relate, relate to that. Yeah. Like, it's almost like sometimes I wish more people would check me. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, we, me and my mom wouldn't have been hooked on the show if she wasn't so bitchy, like to the contestants coming in, like basically like you look like shit. What is that? A fucking tutu? Oh, get out but, of my face. But that's <laughs> why you loved it, right? Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, it's a shock factor. I'm like, damn, she really said that. 
Patty is ripe for another show. Like somewhere there's some, like she's ripe for it. You know, I think like dating yeah. has changed in our society, but like something updated, like I think she's, she's, she's right for a show. I agree with you. I can yeah. see that. I can totally see that. All right. So how long have you been a Bravo fan? Are you, are you like, a, like what would they, they would say like an A1 day one type of fan from the very, very beginning? Kind of. I mean, like, was I a diehard fanatic for like Queer Eye from the Straight Eye right from the beginning? Cause that really is kind of the first show. Uh-huh. I wasn't like diehard, diehard, but did I like it? Sure. Did I like, like work, workout and blowout and all the early Bravo stuff, like sheer genius and Tabitha Salon takeover. Like I, Ooh, kind I of, that one. yeah, <laughs> I kind of liked it all. I kind of liked it all, you know? So I wasn't like this intense, but there's nothing I really didn't like even back then. Well, I saw you were a Hills fan. That's what oh got me God. hard. Oh my God. <laughs> the Hills is like really, just I know I know it was scripted and all this other stuff and I don't even care I would re- I rewatch some of the episodes sometimes it like, was the best show with Adriana Lauren uh, I was hooked and especially Kristen Cavallari she was my favorite I'm kind of disappointed in her show a little bit because it mm-hmm. didn't have she stopped watching it because the it very, didn't hold me yeah very it Cavallari was, it was a little bit like boring and I watched the hills I watched Laguna um, it just didn't hold me, you know. Well, you know, the ratings were huge for that. Show. I know, but you know, know. That, that it's over now. She quit, she did. Uh, once they announced the uh divorce, divorce, her and Jay Cutler, she said, But I have a feeling, I think you even said it to me that they're gonna probably come back. I see maybe down the road, like a post divorce, her being you know, mommy yeah. dating. I could totally see them running with that because that's so easy to do because everybody yeah. was in love with Jay Cutler because he's such an asshole. Me included. It's like that personality. (laughs) I think the door is open at E for Kristen. Yeah. I mean, but like good for her for not being like a fame whore and for being like, I really don't care about, like I've gone to talks when she's been in New York and she says things like, you know, which is true. Like she is like, I have a real business now and like that will be around forever. If I run it correctly, it's my business. You can't take that away from me. And let's face it, with reality TV, as we've seen, you're 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 nothing if you're the talent. I mean, you are so disposable. So so fast. Go there and use it and ride the wave. But like she really understood, like, this is great, but like I could be in one day and out the next. And with my business, which actually makes plenty of money, you can never take that away from me. Like, this is a real business. So like she seems to have a good head on her shoulders. Honestly, yeah. I, I really think she does. I agree. I agree. I just never saw her, you know, being in Nashville, backwoods, farm chickens, barn cats, donkeys, goats. Like, I, I never pictured that. She actually went to high school where I grew up in Barrington uh, before she went to to uh, California for oh, the hills. Yeah. I wonder if she'll move to California now. I, I don't know. Unless she's just passionate about that farm life, she's gonna have to find herself another farm boy. Like, why stay almost? Yeah. But she seemed to like it. <laughs> so we know you're obviously a super Bravo fan, super Housewives fan. Are you a Kardashian fan? Love, love. love. <laughs> Thank I, goodness. It's not even like. Like, woo! Now we can really be real life friends. No, right? Like, it hasn't missed. A beat. Like, it is still so good. I always say, I don't care. Like, you know, obviously, everybody has their love-hate with them, you know? I personally love them. But, like, I always say, you can hate on them all you want, but I think they're some of the smartest women in the business. I think they've created an empire. I think Kris Jenner has a hell of a head on her shoulders. And even if you don't like them and what they do, you have to respect what they have done, in my opinion. Yeah. And, like, to me, it's like... You, you can't say it's kind of like with Paris Hilton. Like you can't say anymore. Like they're famous for being famous. Agreed. That's like that. Fine. One year, four years, seven years. This is like, sorry. Some Two decades. They're starting oh. season 19. It's right. not for nothing. Like it's a ridiculous. So to me, it's like, they know what they're doing. It works for a reason. And so, yeah, I, I am totally. I think Jenner's a genius. Seriously. 
the whole yeah, show. It's so I, I love and it. it's like we love a show where like you know everything that happens. Like it all plays out before it happens because you can't yeah. make a move. So like you know everything that happens, and you're watching these major storylines that you just kind of know already happened like nine months ago, and yet you still can't look away. Correct. If anything, now you're just like. Give me all the tea, all the tea that they didn't know. I want to know. Yeah. I want to see how it happened. <laughs> and yeah. like the idiosyncrasy, like who did what, where, how did it go wrong? It's so bad. It's so good. So does that mean you're going to vote Kanye for president? <laughs> Is Kanye even really running? I don't. Listen, you know what? Yeah, I, I, don't think, I didn't think so anymore. I always say this. Never say never. I'm not going to say he's never going to run. I don't see him running in this election. But I don't put anything past him. I mean, he's gotten a little bit derailed. Yeah, I think he got he had a little mental break. I I, I do think he was serious because in some states he was approved to run that I read, but mm-hmm. other ones he missed the deadline on. It was like a whole huh. thing. Interesting. For sure. So what else do we have for we have so many questions for you? Yeah, so bear with us. I'm okay. trying to like go through them because I'm like, so, some of them I'm like, uh, maybe I'll skip that one now. Well, Let's listen, I can always come favorite? back on for a second round. So you know. Yes, that's for sure. So favorite reality show outside of Bravo. Ever or like current? Both. Yeah, I was gonna say both. I mean, outside of Bravo, like some of the ones that stick out for me would be the hills. Mm-hmm. Or the simple life. Yes. Paris and Nicole, baby. Yes. And, but like current, oh, selling sunset all day, every day. It's, if you haven't watched it, it's from the guy that did the hills. Oh, okay. I didn't I know haven't that. watched it. It's like, mil- do you watch Million Dollar Listing LA? I do. Wait, you're talking about the Netflix show? Yeah. Oh shit! It's brilliant. Yes, I've watched both seasons. It's the best. I show. Oh my god! Yes, I. I don't even know what I was thinking. Yes, I. I, ha- I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Have- I will introduce you. All I do oh. is pick out like, oh, that's she's TV. my go-to TV girl. I'm like Terry. What's good? What am I watching? It's all I do. That is definitely the next one. It's like you can't look away. I'm sitting there like, oh, that's an Hermes um, serving tray. Oh, look at that Gucci. Oh, <laughs> look at the Chanel. Oh, the Chanel landscape. Oh, that's a $13,000 bag. Like, I, I can't stop. And all the women that work there are size negative zero, zero, zero plus, maybe one, maybe one and a half. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to watch it. And, uh, I, oh, I've had good. a bunch of them on my show. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've had a bunch of them on my show. I mean, okay, let me rephrase that. They're not out yet, but I've had a bunch of them on my show. And I bring that up to all of them about like, you know, like, don't tell me that like you're, you're not hired for looks. I mean, they're all very smart women, but I mean, we are talking like, you'll watch it. They are literally... All gorgeous. Dropped it. Yeah, there's no busted Debbie in that office. Not even close. And they wear heels so fucking high that they have to walk backwards down the stairs. That's what stood out. Yes. It's like, Like, they'll trip because they they wear stilettos to these showings. And I, yes, I love that show. When we're done recording, I'm going to check it out. I promise. And I'll message you and let you know what I thought. Seriously. (laughs) All right. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Best compliment. That's a really good question. I know it didn't come from Patty. It probably did not come from <laughs> Patty. Patty still yells at me all the time. <laughs> which I like, I'm okay with that. Um, You know, just probably like related to like my podcast, like people, when someone says, oh, wow, you're a hard worker. Because, I mean, you can't really, I mean, you're doing everything behind the scenes and you're putting out a product. So I'm okay with people who don't necessarily think that I make it look so easy. And they're like, you work really hard. I'm like, I do. So I'm okay with you seeing that because I do. So that to me is kind of like a great compliment. Awesome. No, yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. So how would you describe yourself in three words? I would say driven, 
fun, driven, fun, and successful. I love it. Driven, love fun, it. and successful. Yeah. Words to live by. That's my Gemini so, side. What is your biggest fear? To get to the dark side of it. <laughs> I would say either a tie between getting old and failing. Maybe getting old would be first. As I say, because you're, you're very successful already, so. And now that you're failing fail. would be maybe second. Yeah, but I always feel, feel like, okay, I'm going to fail, but I'm like, my show's doing good, so I don't know. I, was yeah. say, you've already, I think you've already surpassed that. It's we maybe like, like, why does this work with us? It's like a self-motivator. <laughs> it's like, okay, if I feel that I'm on the brink of failure, I'll keep going. So I kind of do it yeah. myself. I love that. I love that. Ambition. So what is um, advice that you can't give up? I would say reality TV, vodka, or chicken, <laughs> I love or chicken it. Man, my heart. right? It's one of those. I mean, I like sip my vodka. Yeah, I say mine's on the floor. Or coffee. Like to me, I say, and I talk about this in the book too. It's like coffee all day, vodka all night. That's just my, I'm, I'm okay with that. You are me and I am you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm just coffee. coffee in the morning and then Prosecco still. Because if I start drinking vodka too early, like I, I go night night. Sleep, no, sleep. I have to say though, really, I would give up vodka before coffee. Actually, I mean, really. Well, if I couldn't have tea or any substitution, and there was just no caffeine, I yeah. can't even imagine what life would be. That's a toughie for me. I don't know. I, I think the vodka still trumps. Yeah, the I, I would use that as a caffeinator. I would just become full blown alcoholic. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so nice. Ugh. What's your vodka of choice since we're speaking of vodka? Usually Grey Goose pear. Okay. I'm a Tito's girl usually, but I love a Grey Goose too. But I love Tito's as well for some reason. And no, I, I, do, I, I do like the pear. Yes. <laughs> what else do we have so, for him? What annoys you the most in a in another person? Because I know that you had mentioned that you hate people on the show with Patty, and that resonated with us because we also hate everybody and would rather not leave the house. So, <laughs> so what do you find the most annoying trait in a human being? I think, I mean, business, and I'm so this is my Gemini side. I'm such a different person when it comes to business versus fun. So, but I mean, I think like someone that is needy, needy, mm -hmm. like just figure it out, figure it out. I agree. Which applies to business and personal. Like, oh yeah, you know, you're responsible for you. I'm responsible for me. So just like figure out your life. Like, I mean, I can handle problems and like help. I just like when someone's like, it's just needy. You're just like, I don't got time for this. Like, figure it out. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Needy, whiny. Like, like you, we just did the corporate office episode. Like, people that don't know how to write an email without yeah. somebody like, um, is this okay? Is it okay? Like, right. grow up. Just fucking use a thesaurus. Yeah. Like, figure it out. Do it. <laughs> exactly. This isn't like brain surgery here. Like, what's the problem? Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, have you watched every housewife episode for every franchise yeah which one which franchise is your favorite then only because well not only but i mean i just relate to new york because i live here i was gonna I, guess <laughs> i get it like, perfect sense yeah yeah like i get it like i relate that more than you know gina kershenheider in her suv driving you know to her condo in the suburbs no offense to the OC or Gina Kirschenheider. Like I relate to like, we're single women and we're having our fourth martini now and we might fall down. I, that's like the New York life for the most part. So funny. Um, I thought Dallas, just because we listened to one of your most recent podcasts, I, I think the Dallas bitches are just so entertaining together. I don't know if it's Leanne Locken just stirring the pot, just 
saying outlandish things. It, like I did miss Carrie Duber that she isn't like full time on the show anymore. Why is like, why is her and Brandy? I would expect that her and Brandy would be friends. You would, right? Well, yeah. first of all, Dallas, I don't know what you're going to do now with Leanne gone. Yeah. I mean, that's like right. When I was talking about this in the bathroom, I'm like, after all the con like the controversial statements that were made, like, and that was one of my favorites because they really got it down. You know, they would be fallen, dancing on tables. The drama was always there. I was going to say, in real life, the Dallas girls are the ones that give the New York girls a run for their money as far as alcohol. I, I like, agree. In actual real life. Of who agreed. They 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 like to kick them back. So which I'm okay with. Out of all the franchises, who do you think is the absolute worst at handling their liquor? The worst. <laughs> I have mine. My I have mine. I just need a minute to make sure that I feel this way. I mean, I really do feel the worst, and I love you dearly. This is not a criticism. I'm just stating answering the question. Miss Morgan, <laughs> Miss Sonia Morgan, I think. Who would you say? I would say, who do you say? Oh, mine is Brandy Glanville, hands down. Because that's a good I'm sure one. you saw the latest episode where she came forward with those Denise Richards accusations. And I even reenacted it because I, I can't fast forward on Comcast now. I was like, Vanessa, she was like, woo, like legs <laughs> open in the air. She fucking fell all the way back. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Brandy was emailing me one night. Don't ask. It was about coming on my show and whatever. She has not been on my show. But I swear to you, I was like, she's totally drunk right now. Oh, God. Emails are being sent. Like, I forgot what time it was. I think it was like 11 o'clock in New York. Like, it's 8 o'clock in LA. I'm like, these are not sober emails. And I mean, her, her tweet, she said, I don't know who leaked the tweet about me and Denise, but it's out there now. And then everybody's like, it was you. You you posted it yesterday. So I was like, girl, I something's going on. I don't know. She's a good one. She's a good one who can't really hold her liquor. <laughs> All right, more, we're gonna, so right now we're gonna do just some strictly Bravo questions and okay. then we're gonna get into specific franchises. Oh yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. So, <laughs> How much is okay? First of all, I guess our question was who pays for glam, Bravo or the ladies themselves? I guess would be the first part. Depends, but for the most part, like the ladies themselves, you know, but like for what? Like there's things that the glam is, you know, included, but for the so most I would assume for like reunions, glam is included, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like then, Eric and Jane. To have a, like a glam squad following her around every single day of her life. That's on her. Like, you know, yeah. if you're shooting a scene and you're going to lunch with someone and you want glam, that's you. That's you. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's you. That's all. What about the trips? Bravo. So, I like, figured. when there's a host, is it just like Bravo saying, like, hey, David, take this trip, lead the trip kind of thing? For the most part, yes. I figured it. I mean, I think everybody would kind of figure yeah. that. That's what would make sense. Because, yeah. like, half these bitches don't even like each other. So, I know. if I'm being forced to travel with you, someone else is footing this bill. I wouldn't right. want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a bitch I didn't even like. Right. And you're like, so and so is not spending money for all of this. And, like, you notice, like, based on the franchise, the trips are not all created equal. No, no they no. are not. No, they are not. That is a fact. <laughs> like, there's no more Morocco or Africa. Now we're like going to the Berkshires and yeah, Bermuda, right? Vermont, like all of which. I think Bermuda's like, lame just because I've been there and I'm a peasant. I'm yeah, like, they always go to like the Caribbean where it's easy to get like it's easy everything yeah. for free, cheap compared to a lot of other places yeah. you'd be going to. Um, who out of all the housewives, whose company do you enjoy the most? As a person. Yeah, yes. like on a personal level, like, you know, forget interviews, forget cameras are off, mics are off, just like you and this other person, who's your favorite? They're like, just, just well, I mean, I truly am the best of friends probably with Margaret Josephs. I love oh. her. And controversial answer, Kim D. 
See, Margaret, you had me at Kim D. I can live with her. Well, that's why I said controversial answer. Yes. <laughs> but those I love are like real friends. Real friends. Like, I texted Margaret yesterday. She's like, oh, my God, I'm getting a haircut. I have to call you back. And I'm like, I know we have so much to catch up on. There's no fun. I love her. But that's, we we always get busy. Yeah, but Margaret's great. And then Kim D, I mean, you know, Kim D just brings the drama. That's all. I get (laughs) it. That's what she's there for. I get it. Instead of devil's advocate. Well, also, you didn't mention Tamara, which I figured you would mention. I mean, listen, I love Tamara. Oh, my God, I love Tamara. So, I mean, I love Tamara and Vicky, both. I grew up on the OC, so that was, like, my first franchise that I was like addicted to. I mean, from the OC, the main people that I know are like Tamara, Vicky, and- Shannon? I don't really know Shannon. I know Peggy Sulayan, and I know Lynn Curtin. Who was the one that was a Playboy? She was in Playboy way back when. I can't think of her name. She's Tamara threw a drink in her face. Gina Keough? Yes. Oh, yeah. But that was, feels like it was so long ago. <laughs> that but feels like it's, I asked Tamara about that when she was on my show. We <laughs> Yeah, we listened to the first one. We have to do part two. The My Tamara interview was one of my favorites. Because she's so fun. She's so like, fun. She's always going to be entertaining. She just was herself. She's like a major yeah. housewife. She said what she had to. She was great. So who do you think is kind of like the bitchiest that you've met or just kind of like brushes you off, kind of treats everybody like shit? Well, I mean, although I love her, Ramona. Mm-hmm. Ramona. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Ramona. What just- about Deandra? Deandra loves me. You know what? It's weird. It's like if you talk to other people, so many other people have had different experiences with certain people. Mm-hmm. But like I, I, you know, Deandra and I like know each other, you know, so, but I don't know why. Have you had bad experiences with her? Do you know her? No, I was listening to your Carrie Duber episode. Well, Carrie doesn't seem to care for Deandra, does she? No, I was very shocked. She was basically like, she's a horrible off the wall, loose cannon person. And I didn't I, know that. I, well, I, I called Deandra the night before that came out. Just to say this is coming out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I've talked about this before. Everyone thinks being friends, it's like, there's a drawback. It's a very fine line between like, I'm not not going to put something out. I'm not going to edit you know, my duty is to the audience. Like, you guys want to hear things. Like, I'm not going to change an interview. I agree with that. I'm I, would, I, I figured it would be Leanne. Like, if she was to have a problem with anyone, I would have figured Leanne, not Deandra, because she comes off as so proper and copacetic on the show. Her and Leanne are, like, buddies now. Insane. But why does, why does her husband wear an eye patch? That I do not know. Is he trying to be incognito? I do not think so. I, think <laughs> I, don't I did not think it was my place to ask such a question, but I would, I'm curious now that you've put it out there. I don't know. That was my mom's actual question when I, I told her that we were having this interview today. She's like, what is the deal with the eye patch? I don't get it. So I'm get us the PM. Yeah. I have so- to make <laughs> a few calls on this and, and get to the bottom of it. I knew, I knew you would handle it. Another question. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I will ask. I will ask Leanne, like, after our or duo. Please. <laughs> We're so confused. I'm like, maybe he thinks that we don't know it's him. Oh, <laughs> MD. Yeah. All right. So in the beginning, we we think we know, and correct us if I'm wrong, that the housewives had to audition for their, um, you know, for their series or their franchise. Is that still true? Or is it now just, like, if you know someone, you bring them around enough, they may get offer to be on the show kind of thing? Or how does that all work? No, I think it's like a combination, but I think, you know, you do need to, like, you can't just come. I mean, I guess if you're just coming around and they truly know you after years, because they've seen you interact with a group, 
and you're on camera and it's the same producers and you're just ending up on the cutting room floor, there's probably those situations. But in general, you have to like test, like, you know, like say I recommend someone and then the person gets all the way through the process. Chances are they have to have a lunch. Like say I'm in New Jersey, we'll have to go to lunch with like Teresa and Dolores. Like there's a chemistry test lunch. That I'm not makes saying, sense. I'm I not thought it would be like a bachelor audition to where you go into a room. Like, how do you have money? Who's your husband? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not favorite. saying like, and like, the, I'm not saying the girls have a say. It's not like Teresa could say, "I don't like this person." Get them out. Yeah. You know, to be honest with you, that might help you get cast if you say this. But <laughs> yeah, bring better drama. Like, this test. There is this like chemistry. Like just there's the thing. So it's you're still kind of have to try out for it. So there is a form of audition. Yeah. Okay. So we we had some individual series questions or individual franchise questions. We wanted to start with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because it's still ongoing and like we're waiting for the the big uh what does Andy Cohen call it? Reveal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I just assume that was the word. Which I'm super excited about because there's been so much drama this season. But do you think that Brandy and Denise actually hooked up? Well, my answer to that is changing. I thought absolutely not this whole time. Do you guys really? Interesting. Yeah, I thought absolutely not. I just, yeah, I physically could not see it like Denise to me I really thought loved not that I mean she doesn't love him but I just I just couldn't see it then somebody I know who I will not name said to me but think about it and this person knows Brandy very well said think about it Brandy doesn't lie and if I thought about that I'm like if you really think about it she doesn't lie I mean, yeah. We don't really have a reason to. She's like, she's drunk all the time. <laughs> and she's like insane half the time. <laughs> like, we've never seen her lie really in the show, in real life. Like you don't have these big scandals with Brandy where she lied. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then like Brandy's argument of like, if I really wanted 15 minutes of fame, I would have put this all out a long time ago times 10. Like I have everything. Like if I really wanted fame, this would have come out. I'm wondering why she's making it so scandalous though. Like she's making it seem like Denise really fucked her over. as She said on Twitter, like how? Yeah, I don't really, right. Like Brandy is painting this picture of like, I was left for dead on the side of the road. Yeah. I don't exactly. understand how. I, mean, I hit it and quit it and I left you on the side of the the, the, the freeway is but, how it sounds. Yeah. Well, you know the two things, the reason why I'm now thinking this happened is because like those texts, like Denise doesn't deny it or say like, like the thing is if it really didn't happen, you would be like, what the hell are you talking about? She's or, very dear in the headlight. Right. Or if it really didn't happen, you'd be like, LOL, good luck. Go say whatever right. you want. Like, you can say I Why had it there with whoever because I know it didn't happen. So how are you ever going to run with this? Because it's so not true. And the truth always comes out. So, like, I, you can say whatever you want. Like, that's what I would have said if I really didn't do it. I would have been like, yeah. good luck to you. But, like. I'm just going to, like, as an adult, who cares? Who cares if you well, hooked up with another girl? That's the Why is it a big deal? I actually, like, I know everyone thinks that, like, Puppygate was the worst season and Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy and no one cared or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm, yeah. like, not interested. Like, I don't really care of the big reveal. Like, I don't. Own your shit. It, who cares? Like, I don't find it an interest. I don't find it so interesting. <laughs> Same. So, in addition to this season this ongoing season, do you think Camille is trying to come back? Because it seems like she's being very apologetic to every single person on Beverly Hills. I mean, listen, I think, cause a lot of people think Beverly Hills is the most boring show ever. I 
You do? You think so? I mean, I, I disagree I, because they're actually like well-known people. Yeah, I like it for a different, like it's in a different category for me, but you think so, Vanessa, right? You raised your- Yeah, and I also, like you just said, because they're all well-known, I, I almost questioned why, why are they on this show anyways? And they just don't do it for me. They just, really? They're just boring to me in a way. And for me, it's just like, I'm so intrigued by just like the houses and the cars and like the way that they, so like, that's like what intrigues me. See, I'm here for the drama. Like <laughs> I'm here for the, you know, New Jersey, you know, Atlanta. I love the drama. That's what I'm here for. You, you are. Absolutely. So we really want to know, one of my favorite questions for you is what was Dorit like in high school? Okay. Well, first of all, let me say that we were different years. So we didn't, we weren't in the same year. So it's not like okay. best friends or we hung out all the time. My main Dorit story is so we like shared sisters, like my really good friend, her sister is Dorit's really good friend. So we, we were separated just by sisters, like literally Dorit's best friend and my best friend were sisters. So that let's just start with that fact. The one thing I remember is my friend had a, party on her father's boat because this is what you do in connecticut like and literally it was my friend's birthday so i was there and her father was there like the, the boat left the dock and dorit was the younger sister was able to bring a plus one and brought dorit and all i remember is dorit was at the front of the boat titanic style like, <laughs> like i'm gonna be someone or i something like that and the father was freaking out and the parents were like, you're what? Like, I mean, when I, I don't mean just at the front of the boat, like literally what you're picturing, like no fear in the world. Like I am going to conquer the world. And the parents were just like, you're going to be dead. And if I, you're going to fall in and forget about what's living in the water. Like you're going to hit your head. Like, I mean, literally she was like one step away and we were like out in the middle of I mean, I never would have been at the head of the boat doing that. But so she's like same. the free spirit, like the like wilder yeah. one. And Dory was not coming down off of that <laughs> for anything. Oh more. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So how about Atlanta? Do you think Phaedra is going to make an appearance again? <sighs> well, that would be great, right? Yes, they need to. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like nobody can keep anybody else off the show per se. So like, but Candy made it pretty clear. She and she, I saw her on um, Andy's Watch What Happens live with him. And she even like, he kind of, you know, he made a reference to it. And she even said something along the lines of like, well, I'll be gone kind of thing if that was to happen. So I guess it's just who do they want more? Which, and I love Candy, I really do, but I really love Phaedra. Well, who's your favorite? On Atlanta. Atlanta. Yes. Nene? No. No. Miss Moore. I love Kenya Moore. Stop! Love. She is just messy. I love Kenya Moore. Speaking of Miss Moore, I was going to ask you, it was one of my questions because she is so freaking messy. That's who she is, right? Like, what you see is what you get is the impression I get. I mean, she's held it for so long that I just don't think she's faking it. Like, she thinks she is such a bitch. I do. <laughs> and I try to, like, be sympathetic. Like, I know her whole deal with Matt and the whole shit. And, and her mom. And Right. I tried to, but then there's times she's just such a B-I-T-C-H where I'm just like, oh, Kenya, I cannot. But she's your favorite. Wow. Uh, yeah, I didn't expect that. My favorite's Portia. Which really? is where I thought we were going to go. Same. I, because Portia isn't even my, I mean, if I had to pick a second favorite, and I'm not just saying this because she was on my show, I go with friend of Miss Marlo. <laughs> I love my Marlo. You, I had actually wow. asked you, I was going to ask you, do you think Marlo will ever become? No. No? Well, on my show, she said, she said someone doesn't like me at Bravo. Like, basically, they admitted it in court. I mean, this is what she said, not me. So let me just drop right. that. And just like, I'm, I mean, she's coming back next season as a friend. 
I mean, that's all. No, I know. I just, I'm surprised they haven't given her her full-time gig kind of thing with it. I would love that to happen. It makes sense, right? I think so. I think she's been around for so long. And, you know, especially this last season with her nephews and everything, I think they did have a lot of uh, storyline for her. So I'm just surprised they haven't. They should just take her. I agree. So we're going to switch to Jersey real quick. Yeah. Um, With Jersey. My question for you was, do you think that the fame from the housewives was damaging to Therese and Joe's legal woes? Yeah. I think so, too. I agree. Do you think, had he not been on the show, do you think he would have never been deported? Yeah. I agree. I agree with you 100%. I do. I mean, like, this is what I said. I said, this is just me. If I were on a reality show, I would, I said this before and I really mean it. I would literally sign my contract, film, like, you know, film a few years. Let's get some money in the bank. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then this, I really would do this. Then I would hire a private investigator on myself (laughs) and be like, I need you to come back with everything out there. Literally, yeah. What do they know? Every tweet. Very smart. I what like all it. Color language have I ever used? And like, I want to hire crisis management, and I want to put out a statement, and I want to address this. And here are all the bad things I've done. That would be. I nice. like that. And yeah. I want to get ahead of this. And the end result might be the same, mm-hmm. but it'll be on my terms. Like I will be prepared. I was going to say, but at least you're handling it on your turn. Like if I'm going to go in jail tomorrow, if someone's knocking on the door with handcuffs, like, that's what I would do. I'm surprised because I see pictures of him overseas now, and he's so skinny. You like, know. you know, he was, like, beefed up. in life, girl. Beefed up Joe. Like, I now he looks pretty scrawny and... I equate that to prison life, <laughs> but... So they recently said that they were going to start filming again, the Jersey Housewives. Do you think this season's just going to be like all about COVID? Like, are we going to have luncheons? Are we going to have like our normal, you know, parties and drama and get togethers? Or is it going to be like everybody just quarantined talking on the phone? I don't because now they're filming Dallas and Dallas is out. Right. So in the OC, but... I just don't, because Jersey only filmed like a week. I don't really understand either. I mean, listen, it's going to be part of the show, COVID. Now, like, yeah, you're going to be, I don't get it. So we're going to be having a lunch, which is fine, outside with masks. Right, right. So it'll be interesting. It's just going to be interesting. It's just going to be interesting to me. I mean, I'm still going to watch. So yeah. the thing is, I mean, what the fuck else are we doing? That's the thing. I don't mind all of the stuff. Like I know people that hate, literally hate the digital reunions, which they don't, it, it doesn't miss a beat for me. Like I don't, I didn't think the Vanderpump was bad. Like I either like it or not, but it's not based on the re that it's just based on the substance of the reunion. Agree, Atlanta did it. I didn't think it was like the worst yeah. thing in the I world. Mean, I, I mean, I'm still gonna watch. Regardless. I, I, was, I still watch. It didn't make me not watch because it was being done virtually or whatever. So. And I can see what their houses look like. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I love seeing where everyone lives and like where they. Sh- and I think just based on like knowing the New York girls, like they come in and they, or I don't know if they come in, but like I don't think you can just like they send a whole bunch of equipment. And I don't think this is just like, I decided this is where I'm going to talk to you. I think it's like, okay, that's option one. Show us option two. Like, I think you are told where to sit. It's a production. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just like, as always. Film crew in the mat. When you see Portia happens to be in the dining room and Candy's in like the cigar room or whatever, it's, you've given your options and you choose where you're going to be. It's not by accident. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, I wonder if Nini really was told to sit in her bedroom. I think she's probably just like, I don't give a fuck. I'll- <laughs> I was going to say, because Nini has an I don't give a fuck attitude lately, I, uh, so. I'll be right here. Yeah. So our last Jersey question was, 
Obviously, you saw Teresa Judice's daughter got a nose job. Gia, how do you feel about how forthcoming she was about it? I thought it was awesome. I think it's good. I think it's great. I mean, look, anyone, well, 99.9999% of all these women have not paid for a procedure in 10 years. So mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not knocking anyone. I just assume that there's no shade. I'm just saying, I assume that, you know, this doctor has been notified, mentioned as many times as he had to for the contract on Instagram. And listen, I'm not knocking it. I, I nothing would make me happier than free plastic surgery. So did you, amen. His, did you look at his Instagram? Apparently he, he's very, he specializes in nose jobs specifically. Really? So I was all up in his page. I've had a nose job. I'm not going to hide it. I mean, Gia is drop dead gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous. Her eyes. I personally, how do you, okay, and I love Gia. No, new nose, old nose, I love her. I didn't think she needed it. I loved her old nose. Um, the new one hasn't totally grown on me yet, and I know there's swelling and everything going on. Again, I'm pro plastic. Do what you got to do, girl, to make yourself feel good. But I didn't really think she needed it because I thought she, I think she's beautiful no matter what. But I'm so proud of her for owning it. Yeah, well, you just know, don't let people speculate. Like, I have to look at it and say, I haven't had anything done. We know you've had shit done. I don't Whether it's injection difference though. In the nose, like I have to really look at it. I I don't think it's, it's, it's swollen still. Yeah, and again, I think she's gorgeous no matter what. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yes, but I'm all for getting anything done. Like if something truly bothers you, whether it's rational or not rational, amen. Not bad at all. Get it? Yeah. Amen. No, I her and I talk about it all the time on on air and off. It's I agree with you. I believe. If it bothers you, if you're not happy with it, do what you got to do, man. Like, don't let us hold you back. Mm -hmm. And because I will not let anybody else hold me back when it's my time to snip, tuck, inject, do whatever I need to do. And if it's going to, if yeah. it's one thing that's bothering the you. People that are honest about it. Because that makes like, I don't know, people who don't, I don't know, have the perfect chin, nose, forehead, titties feel bad about themselves. So own your shit is like my thing. So I thought that was really cool for her to be so young and like come forward with it. Yeah. I I'm all for it. What else do we have for David? Cause we're coming close to an hour and I know you're a busy man. Um, I definitely hope we can do this again. Eventually. This is a lot of fun. Well, like, I mean, I'm not, you know, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, because there's so many other franchises we want to talk to you about, but I think we have a little bit of time for OC. And so many. I mean, well, I'm going to have to come back and at least talk about Potomac once it comes back on. Yes. yes we didn't even get there because they're going to start. What do they start in like probably a week? Or yeah, two I think weeks it's like now, a week whatever. And a half. Sunday. So, oh, there you go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you excited for this season? Yeah. Same. <laughs> no, I mean, I love them. No, me too. I love them. Um, let me see any last so questions. Just, Go ahead. Just real quick for OC, because that was my, my awakening to Bravo. Yes. Why do you think they didn't renew Heather Dubrow's contract? Well, I mean, Tamara said something on my show, but I mean, first of all, I think Heather Dubrow is amazing. A lot of people apparently don't like her. I found out. No, I love her. She was on I was Lifetime. I think she's, yeah, she was on, and she was also on Hot in Cleveland, which was a great show. I think Heather Dubrow was great. Like what Tamara was saying on my show, like Heather, like Heather's the real deal. Like Heather yeah. is like, and it's not even just the money, but I mean, that house is gorgeous. Yes. Terry is made for TV. Terry is amazing. Agreed. We were going to ask if he did your Botox. I would love that if Terry did my book. <laughs> Same, take us with. But I just think Heather and Terry are busy. Like, I mean, Botched is like a huge success. And they, they have a new show they're working on. Oh. So. Now they're going to be on it? The two of them together. It's about, they talked about it on my podcast. It's about, because they were both on the same episode. It's a show. It's almost like a botched for relationships. And I don't, I'm not remembering this exactly. But I think. They come into couples like at their lowest point. Interesting. Work with them, and I think then decide 
what, you know, I think the couple decides what to do. Or that y'all need a mommy makeover. Everybody needs a mommy <laughs> like, makeover. Like a that it's not even just like plastic surgery, it's like a mental, but like, I don't know, Terry, Terry could do no wrong as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Like there's, she's, Heather's a class act. Agreed. She was always very classy on the show that I thought Tamara was the one that I was like, whew. Her, no, Gretchen. Gretchen. Gretchen, I loved. And I was surprised because you were talking about style on Carrie Duber's episode. And that her and who was the other one that was your favorite? I was very surprised. Great. Yes. But you know, Dorit. my other who just came on my show this week is Tracy Tudor from Million Dollar Listing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we listen to her. Like, gorgeous. Her style is amazing. She does. I just, what I do love on the Dallas is Cameron Westcott. Like, I would never wear anything that she wears, but it suits her and only her, I feel. I could see that. All right. I that I could see. Uh, I have nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the pink, the hot pink. She's just completely pink. Like I couldn't do it, but I, it, it just suits her and her personality and the way she wears button up pajamas that match top and bottom. I, I just, love I love it. that. Yeah. It works. That's so good yeah. though. It works. I like that. <laughs> All right. Before we wrap it up, anything else you want to share with us that we didn't ask? I, I tried to, you know, make sure we go, we went a little bit outside the box and not just everything. Bravo. Learn a little bit about David Anything we miss, anything you want to share with us, let people know that they don't already know. I feel like I've talked so much. Um, not much, you know, hopefully everyone will find my podcast in love behind the velvet rope because I do work very hard at it. It yep. is stories, but it really has become interviews and I really don't leave any stone unturned. Like if you are on Bravo today or if you were on Bravo 20 years ago, I will find you and I will like, you know, and when I have a show that's not represented, oh, I, I go hardcore. I go hardcore. I have someone coming up from a show that has not been represented yet. And it took me forever. Like, listen, I, you can say no, but I mean, eventually you will say yes. So I, because it's COVID and they're stuck. They're like, like yeah, no. I will just keep going until I get you on my show. So it's like, we pull out some blasts from the past. It's interviews. I have a relaxed interview style, but I will go for the kill. Like if there is something we have to get to the bottom of, I will get to the bottom of it. And I love that. I, no question is off limits when you're on my show. And I have to ask, you might kill me for asking, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, and I love it. And we appreciate it so much. What would make you work with a podcast like us who is just starting out? Because I mean, you have over 40,000 plus followers. You're very well known. I mean, it's very easy to just Google your first and last name without anything else and finding you. So we're a so grateful and thankful. And I think it's just something that we I had to ask, like, what would make you want to work with us? Like what made you email us? Which again, so thankful for. Well, first of all, and you're or you guys are very organized in like booking this and like I mean there were emails and there were refer like re, like reminders and you know but like my advice is just like stick with it. I think consistency is key. That's really what I think. I think I've seen podcasts where one week the episode is thirty minutes, but then the next week it's three hours. Then the next episode is four hours, then the episode is in like forty five minutes. Right. I that's so wrong. Like ever I mean listen, does it have to be exactly an hour, 30 minutes, whatever it is? No. There could be 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and 15 minutes, but like there needs to be consistency, there needs to be like a format of the show. Again, not it doesn't have to be exact every time, but it needs to be like I think that's the best way to build an audience is like consistency. So around the same time length-ish Again, within like, you know, 20 minutes, doesn't have to be exact. I think like a relative format doesn't have to be exact either. And then I think the time it's put out, I think if you put out an episode on a Monday and next week you don't have anything on a Monday and it's put out on Tuesday, I don't know why. Agree. At all. Yeah. Like I agree. time it drops, if it drops at 9 a.m. and one day you're late at 9.20, fine. One day you're early at 8, fine. But 
not a different day, not three, you know, barring some like, okay, Monday's Christmas. Okay. You can skip that Monday. Fine. Like, but in general, it needs to be a relative time, relative length, relative format. I think consistency is key. I really do. And I think it's like to be flexible. Like if you try things, it's okay to try things and go down a road and then be like, these aren't really working. And now we're going to scrap this and that's okay. Like no one's ever come to me and been like, you said that was a new series and you did too. And we never heard of it again. People forget, trust me. If, if you know, it's not working, chances are it's not. And no one's like, where is that? You just move on. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good advice. That's my other advice. I think those are my key things and just focus on yourselves. I think, you know, there's a lot of like mean girl types in the podcast industry. There's a lot of like competition, you know, there's a million podcasts. I just think it's like you figure out what makes yours different and you stick with it. And so okay. if your competitors have just rising up the charts or whatever, like just let them be like you're in it to win the war, not the battle. I love that. That's love such it. great advice. Long term and just focus on yourselves and that's all you can control. Uh, I love that, David. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We definitely want to do this again. Like you said, when Potomac comes out, we should definitely plan something. Um, I'm sure our viewers are going to want to hear something else from us. Do you have anything to add? I'm just, I'm thankful that you were with us today. No, I had a scroll of questions. So that, that's why we have to have a part two. My, my scroll's about to roll out. You can I got to know me anything you want on part two. I <laughs> All right. Absolutely. So we will definitely plan for a part two very soon in the future. And when the book comes out. Yeah. The book comes out, I'll come back. Everyone could follow me. My Instagram is at behind velvet rope. There's no the. And on Apple, it's behind the velvet rope. So, and God help me, we are five days a week starting next week. If I don't collapse at my computer, it will continue to be five days a week until further notice. I hope you have some Adderall. You're going to need it. Adderall and caffeine. Caffeine is my best friend. And like, we've we've got things coming. Trust me. There's, There's a reason we're five days a week. We've got some big shockers coming. We're so excited for you. We'd love to join you one day on one of your episodes. You so on, for real. Do not forget about us. Um, again, no. just thank you so much for having us. And we look forward to part two. Yeah. Thank you, David. Thank you guys so much. Bye, David. Bye. Thank you. If you're not already following us on social media, find us on Instagram at girl underscore Y underscore podcast and on Facebook and Twitter at girl Y podcast. Thanks again for listening. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye. Bye y'all. Have a great week. Party like rock stars.